if your heart condemns you God is greater than your heart he knows it but if your heart does not condemn you we have confidence before God look at the next verse and did you see the end so confidence leads to the end and whatever I love this whatever we ask we receive Romans chapter 8 verse 1 says there is therefore now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit in today's lesson Apostle Tego shows how trusting God can overcome condemnation and help us pray confident prayers welcome to the Oasis of Love Community Church podcast because I want the presence of God and I want it his way I don't want it uh, microwaved I've not, I was going to say I've been, but that would be a lie. I've not been to heaven yet, but I know that there's no microwaves in heaven. Uh -huh. It's home. Thank you. You know what? Mandy, I didn't see microwaves. I saw crock pots. There are crock pots in heaven. No instant oatmeal. Oh, I love instant oatmeal. The way Jesus prepares oatmeal in heaven. It is the real way. He cooks it up for you. Somebody shout amen. Even his own son coming to the earth, he didn't rush him. He waited on somebody to pray 60 years. How long have you prayed for that thing? And you are ready to give up? The only question you need to ask yourself is, is it God's will? If you discover it is God's will, folks, he heard you. And if you know that he heard you, get up from that place and say, Father, I thank you. Because I have what, you have given, what, what I have asked. It may take some time. And we'll talk about why sometimes it takes time. But I already have it. Someone say, I already have it. Because I pray according to his will. Shout amen. See, see so that is what First John chapter 5 tells us. This is the confidence we have. Folks, today I want to leave you with this. Give me First John chapter 3. You will hear it again. I, I was meditating on this. Folks, God wants you to have confidence in your prayers. Write it out. Turn to somebody and say, God wants you to be confident. God, oh, some uh, man of God said it one time. He said, have faith in your own prayers. Have faith in your prayers. Have confidence that he hears you as loudly as he hears this loud mouth preacher. Amen? And he also hears you. I, I don't want to mention a uh, name because I don't want to, uh, anybody to think it's your name. No. But there are some people who are the softest spoken and sometimes God hears their prayer than this loud mouth. It is not the decibel. It's not the volume. It is the effectiveness of the prayer that counts. And all of us, whether you are loud or you are low volumed, if we pray according to his will, he will hear us the same way and release the power and the results just as much as he will release it to anybody else. So somebody can ask for healing by just sitting down and saying, Father, in the name of Jesus, your word says by his stripes I am healed. I believe I receive it in Jesus' name. Just across the room from the hospital, oh God, Lord, 
Oh, you know what the doctor said, Lord, I'm about to die. I'm about to die. If you don't do something, I'm about to die. Oh, look at how fervent the person is praying. The next day, they discharge a guy who just sat there simply and just used the word because that person heals. And the person who everybody had in the hospital, we might be doing their funeral. Are you listening to me? But on the flip side, you can also be as quiet, Derek, and say, oh, they said I'm about to die. Oh, Lord, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? You know how sometimes we do? I see that's a prayer. Now, this one is not tongues, though. No, it's not tongues. It's fear. And then somebody in the other room, like Pastor Alfred, loud, Father, in the name of Jesus. Oh, this one, Pastor Edwin taught me this. Now he has stopped. I've taken that mantle. My father, my father. <laughs> Pastor Edwin, you better bring him. Hey, it is effective. Oh. I come before God. My father, my father. I am your very own child. You are my own father. You said in your word, by your stripes, I am healed. Sickness, get out of my body. In Jesus' name. Here I go. Oh, put your hands together. You see what I'm saying to you? It is the will of God. Shout somebody, it is the will of God. For me to be healed. For me to be blessed. For me to prosper. If I pray right, I will get the answers to my prayer. Shout hallelujah. Look at 1 John. Look at 1 John chapter 3. And then we'll pray and go. I told you five principles for grace five you know so we did the first line is the will someone said the will if you can find out the will of god so know the will pray the will next week i will add one thing know the will pray the will and do the will next week but today know the will pray the will number two first john chapter 3 21 to 23 look at this 21 to 23. I love the word. My God. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Watch this. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm feeling uh, Bishop Eddie Long of blessed memory. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Hallelujah. Watch this. And I'm still watching. Watch this. Amen. He said, Beloved. See, I started reading this. I stopped there for a few seconds. Beloved. Look at how he's addressing you. Someone say, I am the beloved. See, how can God refuse to hear his beloved? How can you refuse to hear from that cute baby that you hold every day? Someone say, I am his beloved. Don't you know that you are the apple of his eye? He will never, never refuse you. But he still demands that you come in the right way. He said, beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have, come on, talk to me. We have what? We have confidence before God. If your heart does not condemn you. Folks, today I want to help you. That is the devil's greatest weapon. To cause your heart to condemn you. Because if your heart condemns you, you will not come boldly to the throne room of God. And many Christians are in this category.
because oh you had something you know you have a need it is a big thing and then you are ready to step into the presence of god and then the devil hits you hey remember yesterday Father, forgive me, oh God. Oh, Father, it's okay, it's okay. You, it's okay. If you won't give it to me, you give me that. You give me small. He attacked your confidence. Today, I rebuke every condemned heart. I will show you. That's why you have to have confidence in your prayers. He said, if your heart does not condemn you, Give me the, the, the previous verse quickly, quickly. I gotta go, beloved. If our heart does not, do you see that? Does not condemn us. In the previous verse, I didn't want to go there. He said, "If your heart condemns you, God is greater than your heart. He knows it. But if your heart does not condemn you, we have confidence before God." Look at the next verse. And did you see the end? So confidence leads to the end. And whatever, I love this, whatever we ask, we receive. Did you see that? That's a blank check. If your heart does not condemn you, whatever you ask, Chris, we receive it from him. Because we keep his commandments and do what pleases him. The last, uh, the next verse. And this is the commandment that we believe in the name of his son Jesus Christ and love one another just as he has commanded us. Next week, we will dwell in that last two. Today, I want you to live with this. The foundation of prayer is not only based on the will of God, but on your confidence. On your confidence. How confident are you that your daddy hears you? See, see, you will start asking for stuff. Oh, I, I feel like somebody's going to start being crazy. Listen, listen, listen. But you can ask whatever you want, so long as you can justify it by the word. Oh, a few weeks ago, I think was Ilian was talking about asking bold things. Now, tomorrow, next week, we'll talk about faith and all those things. See, so you don't just go start asking for crazy things. Let me just help you. Listen, if you can't believe, hallelujah, for a plane, if you, if you can't believe for a motorcycle, you are not ready to believe God for a plane. Does it make sense? So start working on your faith now. If you have never healed a headache, please be careful when you go start before a cancer patient and start doing some stuff. Are you listening to me? So, so that's, we will talk about that. So when he says, whatever, it doesn't mean just go start blabbing stuff. Do you believe what you are praying? But the key here is confidence. Someone say, I have confidence. He said, if your heart does not condemn you, and you have confidence in God, whatever you ask, you know you have received. What is the word confidence there mean? It is the assurance. Someone say assurance. Blessed assurance! Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Listen, someone say, I have assurance. Now, he talks about being not condemned in your heart. Folks, in the next few minutes, let me tell you that that confidence is linked to your righteousness. So, one of the strongest bases of prayer is believing and knowing that you are righteous. And this righteousness is not necessarily based on what you do. It is based on who you are. 
folks i don't have time to dwell and preach i will take another series to teach and preach on righteousness but people of god that is something as a believer you got to learn and grow you have to grow in your righteousness listen to me god didn't just give you righteousness he made you righteous and when you know you are righteous that is where your confidence is. Are you listening to me? That is where your confidence is. That is why it says that the effectual fervent prayer of a what? Righteous man. It is not the good you did. It is the good he did. Oh, my Ah, I have thrown away. Oh, my God, my God. Can I help somebody? I know sometimes we pray it. But don't pray it too much. Ah, stop going before God and say, Father, I, uh, you know my righteousness is as filthy rags. How many of you have still been praying that? If you're a Christian, stop praying that. If you're a Christian today, you are born again, and you say, you, you, you keep saying, my righteousness is a filthy rag, then what you are telling me is this, the righteousness he gave you is filthy rags. Because the Bible says we no longer have our own righteousness. The righteousness we have is in Jesus. Therefore, I don't have filthy I no longer have filthy rocks. I have put it away. I am not like Joseph. I, again, I know we pray that so that we can remind ourselves not to be high-minded, but don't put your faith in that. Oh, you remember Joshua was wearing filthy garments. God said to put it away. Can I talk to some modern Josephs about Joshua and tell you when Jesus died, when he was stretched wide and he was, hallelujah, hung high, he took away that filthy garments off of your body and he put upon you a new robe. It is his own righteousness. I don't have any old rugged righteousness. My righteousness is now in him. Not because of how good I have been, but because of how good he has been. When God looks at me, he doesn't see me. He doesn't see my own faithfulness. He doesn't see my unrighteousness. All he sees is Jesus for the blood cleanses me from all unrighteousness somebody say I have a new righteousness have confidence in that righteousness we pray that you were blessed by this episode please tune in tomorrow to learn more about effectual prayer also if you are in need of prayer or a church home please visit us at www.oasisoflovecc.org Remember, we love you with the love of Christ. Thank you for listening to the Oasis of Love Community Church Podcast.